0: You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtonomedia.com.
1: Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM.
2: This is 92.5 Phoenix FM. Community radio for Dublin 15. Everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor
0: on the Welcome to the Wrestling Rewind. The only wrestling podcast by fans who don't hate wrestling.
2: Hey, everybody, it is Tuesday here on Fix 92.5 FM. And any other day that you're listening to us here on the True Penny channel, uh, Nerd Snow Media, the Wrestling Rewind.com, YouTube, any other place where the show ends up, my name is Daryl Connor. Welcome to The Wrestling Rewind. Boy, do we have a show for you today. Um, it's going to be obviously hopping back in the time machine, but away from the arc, which we, we, were, we were doing because I got distracted. Wanted to watch something good after going through the. The drizzle that was um, 2006 cyber Sunday. So we had to have a palate cleanser um, and and I'm actually really glad that we did because it was one of the shows that Martin's actually never seen. I haven't seen in a while and it has some infamous moments, so we will be getting to that uh, a little later on. But before we do, we're going to cover some news Uh, for full disclosure. We're recording this the Sunday after uh, 2023's backlash. So we'll talk about that as well. But before we do, uh, I'm not alone. I am joined by the one, the only, the undefeated 1-0, Mr. Martin Hardy. How are things, Martin.
1: Grand, Dara. I- I'm telling you, I'm starting to think this fight with CM Punk uh, that me and you have been angling for, for almost a year now um, might actually happen because he-, he popped up on Raw. He popped yes. up in Impact. You never know where he's going to go. And I am convinced that one of these mornings I'm going to walk down to the kitchen and he'll be there.
0: <laughs>
1: I think I think he's popping up everywhere, and I think that's how it's going to go.
2: What you need to do is you need to, like, hold an event yeah. and just have him there. <laughs>
1: it's a small wrestling indie event, purely as bait.
2: As bait. You know, I mean, I'm doing, I look like I'm in this competition down in Cork. You might show up for that.
1: Yeah, e- Easily, yeah. You know, just shows up at a it. random
2: Taekwondo competition.
1: Yeah, we need to make it just a really obscure <laughs> A really obscure wrestling event you know like a, a king of the mountain match in like rural
2: Waterford something oh, something man. like that Yeah, like yeah it can't be like yeah okay actually that's even better it can't be like I was going to say OTT but that's too too high it needs to be something like super local super indie oh you know? yeah
1: like we need to just set up a set up a you know a, a, a regional southwest offlay championship wrestling <laughs>
2: For the sole purpose of bait, and then he shows up. You're like, Aha, (laughs) (laughs) this match is going to happen now. (laughs) I mean, look, the man. (sighs) What what do you you think he was at? Well, look, we said last week, and you know, we were going through all this kind of stuff, you know, that punk coming back and it could be great, and then we're like, But punk, and I mean, this, this just ties into it where it's like. I he just, just he, he just does what he wants, and I mean, look, that's fair enough. But well, he's doing what he wants while under the um, the you know, being an employee of the second largest promotion in North America. And like the, I mean,
1: the Impact one you could kind of see because um, I mean, they've had a working relationship with AEW. But not past. really.
2: I mean, the dude it. It, like things are a little bit different now than they were, as obviously. Um, but Impact was never a good home to Punk. Punk would never want to go there. I mean, it, we will probably look at his run initially, and his run I used that very loosely. I mean, Ken Shamrock had a better run than he did, and he was only there for like a week. Uh, Punk was there for a long time, and it wasn't good. Uh, Ring of Honor uh, I, would make more sense, but sorry, go on. Ring, yeah, yeah, Ring of Honor. Well, I mean, sure, he's
1: he's technically he's technically employed by the company that owns ring of honor now
2: exactly
1: yeah i didn't even know he had an impact run punk was on impact
2: yeah he was in uh he was in raven's raven's flock
1: gee how long was he in impact for (laughs)
2: like three
1: months i I had no idea Um, yeah he
2: had a he had a um clockwork orange chamber blood match and everything
1: oh apparently the (laughs) one of the reasons he was at raw was a he has some sort of issue with the maze, and he kind of went to bury the hatchet with, with the maze. It's just bizarre.
2: I don't buy that. I don't buy that. I, I, I look to answer your question. To answer your question. I think this was a message. That's all this was to, to who? To, to Tony Khan, and to you know, to be like, Look, I can go anywhere I want, and I'm gonna make headlines. No matter where I go. And that's what I think this was. You know, oh, I can go to wdb Obviously, he got kicked out, which was kind of funny. Um impact, you know, he's never gonna. That's just that is just never happened Like, there's no reason for it. Um and, and that's kind of it. Naomi did show up though on Impact and cut one of the worst promos I've ever seen. So I mean, good for her. Probably should have stayed in WWE, but anyway. Um <laughs> But except, yeah, man,
1: it's, it's wild that he's, yeah, he's showing up everywhere,
2: except <laughs> where he's bloody paid to show well, up. Well, here's the thing, right? Here, here's the interesting part. He's showing up for places that aren't realistic. WDB, fair enough. But if you wanted to be in WWE, he'd be in WWE, right? There's there's no... I don't buy for a moment that WWE wouldn't... And Vince specifically wouldn't be like, oh my God, yeah, how much do you want? What I think... Uh, and again, it's not like he showed up on... New Japan, which would uh, they would only allow that if he was, you know, and he it, it, it wasn't on TV. So I mean, that is important as well to, to to underlie. But like, these are all places where he wouldn't work. You know what I mean? Like, it's not real, and you know, they're they're kind of WWE. It, it's its own kind of thing. That was more for him. But Impact making a big song and dance over that was a bit, oh, okay, right. you Didn't need to do that, but if he had a shown up backstage at new japan or ring of honor you'd be like right why is he there because they would only push that if he was you know preparing something and that would be more interesting this was a very clever uh in my opinion again like i i've no uh, i've done the basis on but this is a very very clever way of keeping his name relevant and then also being like look I can make news anywhere I go, and to me, that's what this really was about. I think.
1: Yeah. So the prevailing theory seems to be that it was kind of his way of, like, hyping up his his return to AEW. You know, like, without having to do it. Like, just the fact that he was there, he knew that would get out. Um, yeah. But again, it's it's hard to know if it was that deliberate or if he's just punk and he just thinks
2: he can do what he wants well i mean look there's probably an element of that too but i i think the truth is somewhere in the middle where it's like yeah i'm just gonna go and do this but i mean impact fair is is a weird one that's the weirdest one right and that's why i'm kind of like okay um there's more going on here than just that you know why would he go to impact doesn't make there's no one there who he has worked with there's no one there that he wants to work with he didn't he wasn't treated well there well according the punky wasn't treated well anywhere but i mean like <laughs> to be fair he he wasn't treated well there as far as like they did nothing with him like i really enjoyed reagan raven's flock but he wasn't a good fit um it just didn't work you know uh he had like one, maybe one good match i'll try to get out and, and share it with the podcast but um Doing something like that is like, OK, you're you're doing more than this. And I think that's why th- that's when the alarm bells went off, because if had it just been backstage or I'm like, well, he worked there. All his mates are there. It's in Chicago. Not really that big of a deal. You know, whatever. People show up backstage all the time. Then going to Impact. Oh, man, now that, 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 that's weird. That is a weird one. And I don't. Uh, You know, I can understand some people maybe going, oh, okay, well, it's in Chicago. Yeah, but why? What did he get out of it? And what he got out of it was, we're talking about him again. He he, he became instantly relevant across the wrestling world. And everybody's like, oh, you know, he could go to Impact. And you're like, he would There's,
1: there's not a hope he's going to. (laughs)
2: No, he wouldn't. I mean, why why would he do that? Who's he going to wrestle with? Naomi? even 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 easy three is in there
1: even if it was something he was uh open to like they just they just couldn't afford him like no. you know he,
2: no they can't uh, i mean
1: he, he doesn't strike me as the type who um negotiates on his salary i'd say he goes in and says this is my number and that's it
2: <laughs> yeah and it, i mean like look he's entitled to do that and that's fair and i think if he was kind of if he was going in for the right reasons um fair enough but i mean he's already done that. He's already, we've already seen where that ends, you know, and it ends with people allegedly biting each other uh, (laughs) and muffins.
0: And it's like,
2: okay, uh, this is, you know, I, I think the genie's out of the box with that. I think, you know, anywhere he goes now, he's like, as you said, this is my price. That's it. And if you're, if you're, if your starting point is that you can't really walk it back. Going to Impact, there's no one there who it, it it doesn't make any sense. You know, as much as I like Impact, and I do think it's the it's the tightest hour of wrestling. uh You can see, and the pay per views are always quite good, but it's a feeder system now. It's a feeder for AEW and WWE, and that's it. You know that that's really it. So I mean, who's going to work with? There's there's no one there that that anyone would pay to see. And again, they can't afford to see them. They really can't um the, i look at uh, people are like on people listening shower huge impact fan i'm really sorry i don't mean it that way i'm just you know i mean when, when you're when you're talking about AEW and wwe here impact does not it's not in the same league it, it really isn't i mean the money just isn't there and that's what i mean
1: and if he is coming back to aws he's kind of picked the perfect time so hmm. uh, i was lucky enough to secure my uh, ticket for All In in London Um, and they've so they had the pre-sale started uh, on Monday but officially tickets have only been on sale since Friday and they're now up to 70,000 tickets sold 70,000 tickets sold uh, like almost four months out from the event not a single match booked not a like not a uh, personality announced. You no, know, like just seventy thousand tickets sold in a couple of days off the strength of just the the brand alone. So I think this show is going to be something special. Um, and I think once we get the announcements, you'll see those sales go up again. Like you know when. So right now they still have double or nothing. So that's mm. kind of what they're focused on at the moment. But after that, I think they'll start really ramping up the promotional material for All In. Absolutely. And that's when you'll, that's when you'll see the stuff about, you know, Punk returning. Um, you know, Some people have been speculating they might do Sting's retirement match at it or to bring in big names. Like apparently Drew McIntyre's deal with WWE is more or less up uh, Goldberg's a free agent at the moment um, oh my god imagine that do you know what though? he'd be in terms of so anyone who wants like who's a big fan who wants a ticket probably got it in the pre-sale what you're looking at now to fill out the rest of the seats is people on a whim going you know maybe you haven't watched wrestling in 10 or 20 years mm. uh, seeing that it's on and going oh my god Goldberg's in London oh I might I might
2: get a ticket yeah for that. Y- you know who that is That's me, you know, I'm like, because I, I, I just, I, I, I have no appetite to go and see, you know, Jungle Boy and stuff. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, but no, I, I just don't, I I really don't. I mean, and Hook and uh, no, you know, but, (laughs) but if they had a big name like that, like an actual name, I'd be like, okay, now I'm interested.
1: 90,000 people yeah. singing uh,
2: singing along to the theme, like that would yeah. be, be... Although, to be the movie, I think... Do you think they own that now? I don't know, because the version they have is
1: slightly... Do you know what? I would say it, it's pretty easy for them to produce something... Similar, you know, all all you need is something that is people, Jimmy Hart's and, still
2: alive. Get him on, <laughs> get him go, <gone. laughs> <laughs> quick, Jimmy, <laughs> break out the magic one more time. Um Was
1: he the one responsible for all the knockoff sounds Yeah, in WCW, WCW. He did all of them. He did oh all my of them. God,
2: yeah, yeah, he did all of them. Yeah. yeah, like get get the studio booted up. He's on like a Windows ninety five computer. <laughs> it's like, come on, here we go. I I honest to God, I think he just loaded
1: those songs and like maybe uh change the the tone
2: you know (laughs) actually have you you seen the video of uh dave Grohl? it's like some talk show in america and uh he's he's one of the guests and ddp walks out and ddp's music in uh in wcw was a rip off nirvana song yeah and he's like he's like what what's going on music
1: but it's actually like so it smells like Teen Spirit, is down and out. No 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 and no no And I think his music if you listened to it in was like down and out down and out down and out this thing <laughs> it just changed one note. But the point is anyway, like you wouldn't even have to do like a rip off if you you just want something that has that cadence to it where people can go, Go, bro. bro, bro.
2: Yeah. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. That's a fair point.
1: But um but anyway, I think that's that's gonna be a gonna be a big show.
2: I mean, yeah. Look, if Punk was announced as you know coming back, and if they were doing Sting's retirement, or if they were doing Goldberg or something, yeah, man. I mean, the flight to London is not expensive. Those tickets aren't they aren't expensive either, really. And you know, you're asking about the nosebleeds. I prefer going to shows with nosebleeds because it's like that's a bit What's, of crack. Everyone has a t- good time and.
1: 30 quid, although I did actually manage to... So I didn't know that the, the phone company I'm with is EE. I didn't know that they have a relationship with Wembley. Wow. And uh, I was depressed all week because the only ticket I could get was um way, 30 quid way up in the nosebleeds. But I woke up there on Thursday morning uh, with an email from EE going, oh, as part of our uh, deal with customers you qualify for early access for all in that's so cool so I managed to get it really good I'm down I'm not on the ground like in the front row but I'm in the first tiered row so pretty happy with that one
2: fair play there you go they knew they were listening <laughs> they're listening through your phone
1: yeah oh I, the bloody are do you ever, do, you ever <laughs> do that thing where you like uh, you sort of test it like say you've never say you've never talked about i don't know water polo before you've never mentioned it in your life just like text or, or whatsapp your friend like something about water polo and the next thing next time you go on to social media all the advertisements are for water polo gear water polo trips you know
2: do you know how you get around that actually um if you and actually, i think about like um you know ads in games as well uh, assuming it doesn't have... Um, it doesn't check online. If you put your phone to airplane mode, that doesn't work because it can't connect to anything. So there you go. That's how you get around uh, ads in games, but most ads, uh, most free games have uh, DRM checks, so it, it defeats the purpose. But if you don't want your phone to spy on you, you can just put it on airplane mode and defeat the purpose of having a phone.
0: Ah,
2: good stuff. <laughs> there you go. Um, but anyway, so... A little bit more news uh, that we have is Backlash was last night. Now look, I fell asleep um, (laughs) watching the show because I was just like, I came on when I was like, oh yeah, fair enough, I'll watch the show, whatever. And um, I started watching it and I was very bored. And then I looked at what the main event was and I instantly lost the will to watch it and I fell asleep. (laughs) But I,
1: so I'd been out at a barbecue and had a, had a good few, good few ciders in me. Um, Adult when beverages. I, <laughs> when I came up, Yeah. Yeah. For any of our American listeners, cider over here is, is different. Um, but uh, yeah. So by the time I got home, it was just starting. And I thought, oh, I'll, I'll sit down and watch this. But I was the same. I was knocked out uh, about halfway through it, but the uh, Puerto Rican crowd was amazing um, yeah they were they were really well up for it um and i got up this morning i didn't watch the whole thing when i got up this morning but i did re-watch the or not re-watch watch the cody brock match um just cause I to see if they were going to continue to screw cody over but he got a win over brock so that's mm. seems to be where they're going with,
2: with i him. i've I've heard actually that it was a fantastic show, like, genuinely. But, um, yeah, I just, once I saw the, once I saw the, once I thought Cody was in it, I was like, no. (laughs) And that was it. I mean, I just, I cannot stand the man. I don't know what it is. Here's the thing. See, since we've been doing
1: the podcast, I have, I've seen a lot more, modern WWE than I I you, like normally I would tune in for WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble out of sheer kind of habit and curiosity.
0: Yes.
1: Yes. Um, but since we've been doing this, I've been watching more of what they're putting out. And again, they've got great talent in there and uh, can do wonderful production stuff. But I think it's the way they do wrestling. It's it's just not for, for me. So I don't Mm. think I'm even able to fairly judge like a modern WWE show because I just don't like the style of what they do. and like the style of production.
2: I don't like... I I tell you, like, Like, I'm... You know what? So there's... I think WWE should be coming to Ireland soon. If... I don't think it's already... No, I think they're coming in June. And I probably will go see their house show. And a house show is a good kind of barometer just to see... If it actually works, you know what I mean. If it actually like works, if it's not just a production thing. Because I I actually agree with you. Watching the show now, it's so glossy that it's like, oh, this is. It's too. It's too much. You know, it's too much, and um, I'm. I, that's kind of what I'm. Where I'm struggling with it as well, actually. Yeah, it just doesn't feel
1: very to me like. Big budget productions like that's all cool and that, but to me, wrestling still has to have a, I don't know, kind of like a gritty, to it. dingy, to it. yeah, yeah, yeah. There has to. It's still for all the best production in the world. It still has to have that. Um, but look, they're they're more profitable than they've ever been. I'm I'm fully aware that this is just my personal uh preference. You know.
2: No, I mean, it's fair. Like, it, you know, with, with Backlash, you're always kind of, it, it, it's always going to be based on WrestleMania, right? That is just kind of the way it's going to be. And I think doing it in Puerto Rico was a really cool idea. Um, cause I mean, look, it's been so American-focused for so long. Um, taking it outside, I mean, that's always good. Because it guarantees you a whole new crowd. I mean, if WWE did this in Dublin, everybody would go and the crowd would be crazy, right? They're not going to do that, because obviously. Oh. But, I mean, you know, it, it, it's a very good way to guarantee yourself a hot crowd. Now, I probably will go back and watch it. Um, at some, I, I watched a bit the Seth Rollins match and the Bianca Valera match and stuff, but there was nothing there that, like, hooked me, really. Because, I mean, I did. I don't like anyone on this card. That's the problem.
1: Yeah, and the other like thing is... The card, so. the, the me I and... like Rhea.
2: Sorry, I like Rhea. That's about it.
1: Well, the main news i've been seeing from it is that the bad bunny match is apparently really good but like yeah i want we've to watch over well. this with paul logan like i just do not go in for logan Paul celebrity or whatever yeah paul rogan i just paul, <laughs> one of them i just don't go in for celebrity wrestling but again no, that's fair. it's i fully admit that, that is just a style thing with
2: with me, I, I will. I will say one thing. We we probably will get into it when it's on because at the end of the month, Night of Champions is on, right? And it's in Saudi Arabia. Now, I'm actually quite interested in this because it is going to announce the oh, new. This is the the belt. This is the belt, exactly. Yeah. What so what you... I, and I like tournaments as well. So I mean, we probably will cover it. I am actually looking forward to it myself. Um, well, I'm kind of, I'm kind of intrigued as to what they're going to do because. Well, hold on, whatever... one second, before you get into it, right, I just wanted to, I want to give you the, um, the participants, yeah. right? Yeah. So, Cody, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, uh, Nakamura and The Miz, right, from Raw. AJ, yeah. Theory, Lashley, Edge, Mysterio and Sheamus and SmackDown. So, that is, this... a, that's a, that's a good list, man.
1: It is, it's, it's, it's like the. They haven't thrown in a load of, you know, just kind of bodies to fill the numbers. Like, they're, no. they've put in big enough names. But so much of this doesn't make sense to me. Like, okay. Firstly, it's supposed to be the Raw belt, and half the yeah. lads in it are from SmackDown. And you go, right, well, if a guy from SmackDown wins and he moves over to Raw, and you go, well, then what is the point of the draft? Like, it's, it's the other issue, or not even issue, it's just, they seem to write themselves into these corners. The other thing about it is, so they've put Cody in there, so either Cody's going to take pretty high-profile loss, mm. or he wins this belt, but they've already, like, the fact that they couldn't get the belt off Roman, they've all kind of, by default, already made this a, a secondary. Yeah, but
2: everyone here couldn't get the belt off Cody. Uh, off Brian, um, sorry. Like, yeah. literally everybody in the, this is the tournament, This they should just call this, Night of Champions, underscore no one could everyone who couldn't beat Roman,
1: yeah, but, but that's what I mean. So it's supposed to be a world title, but they've already like devalued it because it's, it's they've had to come up with it because nobody can beat the actual champion. So who, like, who, who are the building Roman for? Like, it's for The Rock. Like, oh, it can't be The Rock,
2: has to be The Rock, man. There's nobody else left.
1: I mean, it was a then what? Then the Rock comes in and has has a run with the. the I,
2: I belt think like I, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to get everybody distracted from the fact that Roman Reigns is the champion. I think that's what it is. They're like, look, we have a belt. Yeah, don't don't look at Roman. no, don't look at Roman. No, no, no. <laughs> this is the champion, and that's what they're doing. So they can have the cake and eat it too. So you forget and... there's a championship.
1: And the other yep. thing is that, the other thing is that with Cody, if they give him this belt, that's very clearly like a a secondary prize or a consolation for the whole Reigns thing. But if they do go back to Roman Reigns v. Cody, say at SummerSlam, and have Cody win there, now you have three world title belts and they're all on Raw. It's like somebody needs to sit them down and Tell them that this is fake. You can rig this so that you get the outcomes you like. You don't have to do this this bizarre convoluted no- nonsense. <laughs> so hold on, right?
2: Okay, hold on, right? It, just, just, just in the interest of journalistic integrity, right? But it, so one belt is the WWE Championship, right? Yeah. Then there's the undisputed. Sorry, one is the undisputed. So the the two belts that Roman is holding is the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, right? Yeah. So that's the title he holds, right? And it's made up of the WWE title and the undisputed and the un- Universal title, right? Yeah. This belt is the World Heavyweight Championship. Completely yeah. different. Yeah. That's how that that I I get their logic. It, it's semantics. But it's gonna be the it's gonna be the raw belt, right? So if say if, the only belt, say <laughs> never if, forget, so... the, the, that, Those belts are going in the ground at Rome. <laughs> That's what's happening. They're they're, he, they're never leaving them. So I mean, but say um say uh right,
1: someone who's not Cody wins this world heavyweight championship, right? So you've Don't got that world heavyweight championship on Raw, right?
0: Yeah.
2: So
1: yeah. Roman Smackdown champion. Raw has a World Heavyweight Champion if they do the the Cody thing where they, they have a rematch at say SummerSlam and Cody wins you now have that World Heavyweight Championship on Raw and the the universal intergalactic whatever undisputed title that Roman has made up of mm. two belts
0: mm.
1: so they'll be on Raw or, or then I don't know if Cody wins, does he go to SmackDown it's just I just don't understand how they why they make this so complicated for themselves.
2: There has to be there has to be something going on where it's like you know I I think this is just a bad um contract thing, right? Where at some point they were like, "Roman, you've won fair enough, man." You know? And we need to get the belt off. And he goes, "No, nah, it doesn't work for me today, brother." <laughs> doesn't I, I, dream, brother. <laughs> you know, I think maybe they they weaseled some kind of creative control in here because I mean, this is like this is WCW level madness. Where like maybe, maybe you know, he'll do,
1: maybe he'll do what Hogan did when they wanted him to drop the belt and play to Bret, and, and he'd be like, "No, I'll uh I'll only drop the belt to Yokozuna." Maybe Roman will say, "Like I'll I'll drop the belt, but I'm only dropping it to Yokozuna." So, like. <laughs>
2: Yoko's dead, man.
1: Well, he's like, um, I'll, that's the only I'm dropping it
2: I'll drop it to Miz, brother. He's like, what?
1: <laughs> well, look, like if uh, if Yoko can't do it, I'll consider dropping it to the Ultimate Warrior. What? He's, he's, <laughs> is there anyone living you, you'll drop it to?
2: But no, brother, they're my terms. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Punk. Punk has his number. <laughs> Roman has the people who, the list. That's yeah. a, make it okay, so
1: you're going to keep these belts like for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Okay. Would you mind at any stage showing up on our wrestling show to defend them? Nah, it doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just... I just like carrying them around, brother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's so funny because it is fake, right? So how can he not just be like, we need those back. <laughs> it's like Okay, when I was on Game of Thrones, right, uh, I got I got an axe for one of the scenes, right? And I really wanted to keep the axe. And I said to the prop master, look, can I keep this? And he goes, no, man, you got to give it back. I'm like, oh, okay. I gave it back, right? How come they can't do that to Roman? <laughs> it's like, I need those belts back, you know? <laughs> Didn't there used to be a rule where, like, you had to defend it every 30 days or something and then something Where'd, yeah where did that go is that yeah, just gone
1: sure. all the rules over the years sure do you remember winning the intercontinental title automatically made you the number one number contender, one
2: contender? Yeah, yeah yeah and then tna rubbed that rule with the the option c cash in
1: yeah like it's the rules are like <laughs> i try oh. not to get too wound up about rules stuff in wrestling because <laughs> i mean it all it all goes out the end of the minutes it's inconvenient, or they think of something that'd be cool or funny, or
2: this is why I I'm sh- not to go off on a tangent, but this is why I'm shocked that people bet on wrestling. I I, just, I didn't even know that was. It like, is. It's legitimately <laughs> real, and I'm like, lads, it's wrestling's fake. Like it's not real. Well, like, I can tell just you what, change it in a moment, like. Well, there there you go. So betting on WWE would actually
1: be be like a pretty um random kind of sport because like the the outcome of the card is subject to absolute last minute changes at the whims of vince mcmahon yeah
2: like Like he could just go i want a panda to win
1: (laughs) And and that's it but like if you were putting money on let's say you were putting money on at wrestlemania you'd be like oh yeah Hundred quid on for Cody to win, like that's dead cert. Like it's, why would they have done all this stuff if they're not <laughs> putting the So I mean, like betting on WWE could could be pretty uh uh pretty erratic or or, or difficult. To, I'm not going
2: to gonna give a, I'm not going to give a financial advice. All I'm oh. going to say. All I'm going to say is, <laughs> wrestling isn't real. Don't book. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that you know I mean at least in another sport you know all the stuff what he says like oh you know the fight is is, you know he took a dive or whatever in wrestling that's how it works like uh, not going to give out advice all I'm saying is not the best decision in the world that's all I'm going to say I mean if you uh, have to I'm, bet on something maybe not that
1: uh, but I'm just surprised that uh, like uh, bookies will actually allow it
2: yeah it's legit and I, I so. not so one of the lads in the band uh, works for uh, works for a gambling company. I can't say which one. But uh, he was explaining to me how they do it. And one, uh, apparently, like there's, uh, over here, um, the logic behind it is that it's Americans and Irish English people are different. So it, it, there isn't that kind of cross-contamination where Irish and English people could influence The match, right? So that's kind of how they get over around it. But it's like that wasn't the bit I was worried about. The bit I was worried about was Vince could be like, I want a panda to win. (laughs) And that's it. I mean, this is the man who booked the match with God, like. Oh yeah. You for real. Um so yeah, I just it just never made sense to me. I'm like, there's no way this can be a fair. If a, a fair, it's you know when you book on a foot on your a football match or MMA or anything like that, it's like, all right, look, it it could go either way. Um, but with this, it's like, no, nah, like there's just, I don't know. Again, not giving bad advice, but
1: surely they can't. They they don't let you bet on all matches though. Like
2: yeah, all matches.
1: Like, can I go like if there's a clear. Like Wardlow is defending the TNT title against like local town jobber. Like, can I go home for yeah, the quid on that? And that's you easy.
2: yeah, but but you won't get much, you'll get like
1: 101.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the way it works is you get like 10 cent or something like that. Yeah, but no, there there are ways to do it. Like, again, I'm not a gambler, I, I don't really know how it works, but it's been explained to me that it, it's all got to do with odds and there's accumulators and that as well. It's like it's a whole thing, but I'm just
0: i don't but know man
1: in, it's... in so the way i i'm not gambled is one of the few voices i don't have but i think the the english grand national was on in i think it was about 2012 and um uh, fr- friends of mine were putting money on it. and I, I don't know anything about horses or anything so i found a horse that was something like 401 or 400 to one odds to win or whatever. Uh, And I said, yeah, I'll put put money on that. And I put a couple of quid on on this horse to win. This horse ended up coming in second. And I think like my two or three pound bet ended up getting me 400 odd quid. Wow. Um, And I have never gambled again
2: (laughs) since. (laughs) It's like, you were, you retired on top.
1: I'm one. It's it's like the with the with the MMA. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have one flawless victory and then I just quit. <laughs> just <laughs> duck out while I'm on top.
2: It's the way to go. Marin's philosophy: go in, win at the, the highest <laughs> level, and just leave. Be yeah, like, no, do, I've done that now. Do a it's thing like,
1: well once, immediately it was, I went forever.
2: It's like what is it, what is it? Uh, gambling completed me. MMA completed it mate <laughs> <Done> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, folks, we have about twenty-five minutes left on uh, the radio show. But again, if this is the first time checking us out, one, thank you so much for checking us out on Phoenix FM. Uh, but we we have this is a podcast as well, so you can go over to thewrestlingrewind.com and airtonomedia.com and you can get our one hundred and thirty-two thirty two three well, this thirty-three on, shows. This is. This is- yeah, this is one three three, all for free. There's no paywall um, at all, and you just get them. You can subscribe. And the thing about it is, sometimes we go a little bit long. Um, one time we did a four hour podcast that that was that was wild. Martin, that was... Um, me and Dave did a four hour podcast as well one time. Uh, actually, that was seven hours because we we didn't talk for like two hours afterwards. So that was that was really wild. But yeah, they're all over there. So and uh, again, we're we're I'm, not.
1: I'm... And because they're not on the radio, you get all the bonus swearing
2: that we (laughs) do. You do you you get the we we you know we can say stuff that we can never say on the radio uh, or should should never be on the radio. (laughs) Um, Just look for example, Taboo Tuesday, two thousand and five. We did a review of uh, none of that could be on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) So that's all over on. you know Spotify iTunes all that kind of good stuff there as well but also uh, our Patreon so Martin uh, we have our Patreon there set up as well again the show is free but please explain to the good people what Patreon is and uh, what they get if they go over and uh, sign up
0: well
1: we have multiple so there's tiers to the Patreon so you don't have to you don't have to chuck us a load of money we have the basic account which is our our xpoc euro just throw us one euro and that'll get you access to obviously all the online shows are there but we do we bonus content shows and stuff like that um the next tier up is uh i'm not sure what they are exactly but the next tier up i think you can get um you can make requests for what shows you review and you can uh you know call in with questions or whatever but it's all there on the on the link tree that dara spent a lot of time lovingly crafting
2: you left out I mean, the most, you left out the most important one.
1: Which which is the most important one?
2: The legally distinct bookily list. Oh, the, the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
1: The legally distinct bookily list. So you can send us your list of, a, of a, your bookily stable. Exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and remember, folks, it's legally distinct. So
1: yeah, can't be sued. It's like can't uh, be sued. it's like a uh, WCW entrance music
2: <laughs> or the Blue World Order yeah they're parody <laughs>
1: you totally might fun. you might think it sounds like something else but <laughs> it legally totally it isn't. is
2: not <laughs> no no it does not it one note is different does totally <laughs> different uh but yeah folks so we're gonna get into uh, the time machine now start reviewing but when we do have to take our break um for the radio go over to the wrestling Rewind.com, the wrestling Rewind.com, um our or nathanomedia.com and it's all there as well so just wanted to uh plug that while we can because we don't really get a chance to to do it in the five minutes that we run over um but yeah so martin we're going to hop in the time machine go all the way back to december seventeenth, two 2006 yep uh richmond virginia richmond coliseum um and i have to say straight off the bat uh they still they should bring back armageddon because that was a cool pay-per-view and had the music you know the this is the end kind of thing. Uh, yeah, it's like the coolest music that they cool set kind of ever as had. well. Armageddon always cool. had a
1: cool set. Yeah, nineteen
2: ninety nine had my favorite Armageddon set. That was with all the cars and stuff. Yeah, that was uh, really cool. Is that um, was that Austin and Dude Love? No, it was Vince versus Triple H. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, and yeah. it has the one and only. Uh, the big boss man versus big show for the world title.
1: <laughs> big. Bo- yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that oh, the big boss okay. man going for the world title is almost, not quite, but almost up there with Road Dog having a, a, <laughs> a
2: world or title. Today we smirch former number one contender, the Road Dog. <laughs> Jesse James. <laughs> he went one on one with the great one. He did, yeah. And <laughs> I think he might have even. He, did he get.
0: He a, got one punch, punch in. It. There he you go.
2: One
1: yeah, just yeah. about. Yeah. Look, <laughs> rock. It's, it's, one more, it's one more times
2: than I've ever punched the rock. So That's true. That's true. Uh, actually, we might have to look at that. Because um, I it, it is at the tail end of the arc we just did, because it's a whole year. But it's a fun show. We might actually just watch it just for the crack. But, uh, yeah, the Big Boss Man. And the, that's the infamous Big Boss Man angle as well. Well...
1: We we could look at it, I suppose, because the the kind of arcs we do leave room for hopping around, but the rationale behind us doing this arc was that we've done 2004 Taboo Tuesday, 2005 Taboo Tuesday, 2006 Cyber Sunday. We're on this kind of fan interaction arc and, my God, three WWE Raw shows from the sort of mid-2000s have had a a kind of a grinding effect on us. And Dara had suggested that over on the Smackdown side around this time, things were actually better. Um, So uh, Dara suggested that we look at uh, a pay-per-view from this time period as a kind of a a break or a palate cleanser from the Smackdown side. And it just so happens that the pay-per-view after Cyber Sunday 2006 was this, Armageddon.
2: Exactly, and thank you for for spell for uh, explaining that, Maren, Because like some people are probably like, "What? What's going on?" It's like that's why we we couldn't take another another terrible hot show. If we'll just, we'll get back
1: into the piranha tank after this. We will, but we just needed
2: we just five need a break. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, please, just something decent that isn't that isn't like the Highlanders and <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the garbage. <laughs> so uh, yeah next week we'll look at cyber sunday 2007 which actually is, is a better show but after last week it's like no we have to we have to jump into something a little bit better and think of it is i wanted you to see this because i know you weren't watching at this time and probably some people listening weren't watching at the time they were completely different shows completely yeah. different shows but this one is like infamous so i did watch raw um almost exclusively when i went back to watching wrestling because i didn't really watch smackdown um former co-host of the the rest of the view International-esque, which was the show before this, uh, Gary actually was the SmackDown guy. He'd watch SmackDown, and he was always like, look, these shows are great. Uh, So go back and watch them. They were, I kind of watched them in my uh, early 20s, um, -20s. mid-20s. Yeah. This one specifically is infamous, this show. Not only because it's the return of the Inferno match, but it also has a last ride match. But this stands out for the, uh, the evisceration of uh, Joey Mercury's face in a loud of match.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, so, that was
2: brutal. So this is, yeah, this is the show. If you want just a good time and your name is not Joey Mercury... You're going to love this show. This show has a lot of really good moments. has an atrocious mid-friend. <laughs> Can I just say that? You just stop after Undertaker versus uh, Kennedy because it, it doesn't get better than that. But uh, yeah, we have a lot to talk about on this. Um, I think it's also the, the debut of Vladimir Koslov. Uh He had a, a dark match against uh, Scotty Tuhadi and destroyed him in two minutes. So, But before we get into it, before we start talking about uh, the show overall... Um the show uh had a, actually a pretty good attendance, um just over eight thousand, and the buy rate was uh two hundred and thirty-nine thousand. So a lot more successful than any of the tablet Tuesdays, and just a, a squidge and more um than Cyber Sunday, but also a yeah, lot more done. successful. Sorry, Martin, one thing, a lot more successful than December December. Now That's... you were slightly off. You were slightly off when you said the next pay-per-view was this it was actually december to dismember but i am not jumping out of one shower tank into a different (laughs) tank. so we're we're going on to Um, to this one
1: yeah and and you know what december to dismember has been done to death
2: i mean if 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 the name alone doesn't send shivers if it doesn't send shivers up your body then I don't know what to say. Like, to put it into perspective, the attendance was 5,000 and the buy rate was under 100,000.
1: The thing with December to Dismember as well is that Survivor Series happened on November 26th. Mm. December to Dismember happened, like, a week later on December 3rd. Yeah. And then this show happened on December 17th. Like, uh, to be fair... Too many shows.
2: Way too many Yeah.
1: Shows. To be fair, the like, the attendance and the buy rate for this is quite good considering the fact that it was the third pay per view in a pretty much a three week run of yeah. pay per views every bloody week.
2: And it's the best one.
1: It's oh also object- oh, you'd think the best I think the 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 fact that the buy rate was so low for December to December probably helped them out because if you'd seen that, there would be no way in hell you'd be given WWE any money for another pay per view.
2: Well, see, here's the thing. That's why I think they brought out the big guns for this. You know, I I think they were like, no, we need actually, we need to do something because nobody's buying this show, right? <laughs> so they're like, right, what can we do? Uh, we're in a bit of a bind here. MVP. We
1: need to set you on fire. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. It's like,
2: Listen, man, you, you're wearing a full body suit. You're going on fire. Um, Mercury,
1: how much do you like your face? Like the company's in trouble here. It's
2: like Mercury, you're not pretty anyway. How do you feel about being less pretty? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Mr. Kennedy's like, OK, uh, well, actually, it wasn't even Undertaker. It's like, Undertaker, do you want do you want to get thrown off the top of the of side? You do great. Let's do it. So, <laughs> you know, the. the <laughs> And it seems like there was some fat here as well. Like there was, um, there, there really was. Like the, the Boogeyman match, while I enjoyed, um, could have been cut. The Gregory Helms, Jimmy Wang Yang match, while well, well, fantastic, absolutely was filler. Oh, and it uh, brought and me uh, right
1: back to our, our WCWR. WCW. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But you can see that they were trying to stretch out as much as they can. But they delivered an awful lot of, you know, quite a good sandwich here. Unfortunately, where this actually falls down, and I don't want to start with the main event. Um, main event, yeah, right. And no world championship, right? Which is weird. I the world championship should always should always be defended, uh, particularly in one of these shows. John yeah. Cena and Batista as a tag team, not a good tag team, not good wrestlers together w- separately, uh, worse together against King Booker and Finley. Now, look, I met Finley around this time in GameStop on Henry Street. Which is gone now A couple of years ago Finley's a lovely guy I have no interest in Ever watching him Wrestle Outside of WCW Yeah I was
1: just going to say that Because man He had some amazing Hard hitting matches in WCW But yeah um, Once WWE got a hold of him And started all the Leprechaun shillelagh You
2: know Yeah it it just went downhill But like 12 minutes That you will never get back again do not watch it. It is bad. And the thing about it is, it's like, it sucks because seeing it as the world, is the, the the WWE champion on a different show. Yeah. Uh,
1: probably, like you say, pulling out the, the big names to try and get buys up.
2: But that's what but, it was. That's 100% but, what it was, yeah.
1: But like, I mean, firstly, there was no real stakes to it because there was nothing on the line. The outcome was never in doubt because it's the two world champions
2: Two base world champions,
1: yeah, versus Booker T and, and Fit Finlay. Um, and just the fact that you're having a non title tag match in the main event big bang of house show. Off yeah. This.
0: <laughs> yeah, no,
2: <laughs> and I wouldn't mind the show itself is actually really, really good, except when it's not <laughs> and it just feels like a house show. And I mean, like, to be honest with you, though. It is a credit to them because both the Tabby Tuesdays felt like a hell show. Like, no, so the first one felt like a WCW show try, trying their best. The second one felt like a hell show. Cyber Sunday felt more like a show, but still kind of had a, it was still ropey. It just kind of collapsed because the talent wasn't there. The talent is here. They're doing good stuff. But then it just, the air is kind of let out of it because it's like, okay, well, obviously we're, we're trying to make you buy the show. But we're also we, we have these I don't want to say said list celebrities the kind of C tier let's say C tier guys and then they're like okay well what can we do uh, uh fair no match yeah go <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like okay uh Teddy fair you know and it, it feels like you know when you were a kid and you were playing at GM mode on SmackDown versus Raw and- yeah you'd have to like you know beat your show so you'd just be like every match is a hell in a cell match You're like this this is not a good way to book a show but that's you know i, I guess to capture the spirit of it
1: yeah i mean it kind of remember we used to have issues with the some of the wcw pay-per-views like this towards the end there'll be 10 matches in the show and nine of them would be gimmick matches yeah um but i was kind of confused by the way they did some of this so one of the matches for example is a tag match for the World Tag Titles, and Teddy Long comes out and he says, "Hey, holla, holla, holla! Play, play, play!" Oh, does his shtick and goes, "This is no longer a tag match. This is a ladder match, and yeah. in fact, this is no longer a ladder match. This is a four way." Like, I don't understand the point of doing that on the night. Surely you yeah. do that on Raw before it.
0: To help we'll
2: people up to
1: buy we'll, the.
2: Well, see, at the style of the time, WWE never did that.
1: <laughs> was the style at the
2: time. At the style at the time. I put an onion <laughs> on my belt, which was the style at the time. Um,
1: <laughs> These things changed on the whims of a lunatic billionaire, which was the, which was still, the style at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it still
2: is. For 20 years later. Silly. yeah. <laughs> Despite the fact he got kicked out, he just came back. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and
2: you see
1: now, not to bounce back to the news, but you see now this week they announced that the investigation into him
2: has been dropped. Oh, well. So that's say, it, like, he's, he's, he's fully he, back. He's the Heihachi of, like, the wrestling world. He's more, like, cunning than Heihachi was from the Tekken series. Oh, he's... Fair he's, play to him.
1: He's like, a, that's, so he's, like, he's a terrible person, but...
2: you but have still, to still, I mean, you know what it is. Has, it, so, so in Ireland, right? Uh, so, for our American listeners, this will probably be lost on you. So, in Ireland, something terrible can happen, and your man can like rob six banks or something like that. But then he'd be like, "Ah, oh, Sir Jesus," got to hand it to him, he did it. You know, but he did all that. And It's like, yeah, but you know, yeah. And that's sure. what the feels Royal like. Royal
1: Rumble nineteen ninety two was 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 very good. So I, you know, I don't <laughs> mind that he has. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> dozens of sexual assault allegations against allegations
2: him. of course of course <laughs> um but yeah man i mean you know but he has managed
1: to so he's had this company where he does whatever he wants he has managed to sell it for 8 billion dollars or whatever it was whatever ridiculous number it was sold for but also be put in place as the as the uh sort of overall CEO of it or whatever his title is so he sold the company but still keeps the company <laughs> got, got paid an, an insane amount of money to sell the uh, company it, he's it's
2: just, crazy. he's, yeah, he's like, some bio, that's what he is he's,
1: well, he's we'd have to wait till, till we transfer over to the podcast <laughs> to, to say it, but you cannot deny the absolute evil genius, like he's he's Scorpion
2: you really can't you really can't but I think that's a good place to leave it Martin for the for the radio listeners only guys if you want the remainder of our review of Armageddon 2006 please go over to -to nerdtonomedia.com thewrestlingrewind.com pretty much anywhere podcasts are made available Um, there's also the True Penny channel so our show is not only on our own feed but it's also on the True Penny channel as well so either way just search The Wrestling Rewind. You will find us. Um, and we hope to see you next week here on the show. And for anyone who's checking us out on the podcast, we'll see you after this break. Martin, is there anything you want to plug before we get of here?
1: No, man. We've got uh, next Friday's coming up. I've got... John Moxie and Kenny Omega in a steel cage on Dynamite. I've got the release of Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. The girlfriend is going away for the weekend to, to a Eurovision party. So I've got the house to myself to enjoy all this. Oh wow. It's gonna be a good gonna be a good week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, there you go, guys. We'll be back next week here on the pod, on the radio show, to talk about uh, Cyber Sunday, two thousand and seven. But for everyone else, we will see you after this break. Where we're going to talk about Armageddon, two thousand six. See you next week, guys. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. You have nothing else to do on a Saturday? Do you like nerd things? Now so check out Nerd to know Basis here on Phoenix 92.5 FM, 5pm to 6pm, and then head over to nerdtoknowmedia.com for all of our shows as part of the Nerd to Know Media Radio All right, everybody, welcome back to the podcast here on the WrestlingRewind.com, Nerd No Media, and, of course, the True Penny channel. Um, Martin, we are going to get back into Armageddon 2006.
1: Back into um, Armageddon, but before we do, the, the term is Q-Tour. q <laughs> so, <laughs> just, just couldn't use it on the radio, but he is the definition of a Q-Tour.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean... Uh, he just if, is.
1: It's just unbelievable. It really yeah. is. Like how did you do this? <laughs> we should we should clarify for our American listeners, cuter doesn't mean that he is a pretty prostitute. It means, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> it means that he's uh he's a very clever, very crafty, but ultimately bad person.
2: It, it, it's a Sleaving, um, <laughs> a devil <laughs> all these kind of things. You know there's like a halyan. You know the way in like I in um Eskimo Parts of the, like the Esk- parts of the world where there's Eskimos. Apparently, they have like fifty-four words or a hundred words for snow. Irish yeah. people have like a <laughs> loads for, of words for like horrible people. Really dodgy, really, <laughs> really dodgy, dodgy people. people. And it's just like, yeah, you know what? Maybe we should look into why that is the case. <laughs> it's like a problem.
1: <laughs> it's almost like we have a word for each individual dodgy person <laughs> in the country. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, and it, it explains an awful lot about why Ireland is the way it is. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, so, Martin, uh, I, I'm kind of glad we're over the watershed because there, there's a lot on this show I want to say and there's stuff I'm, I'm oh, like worried well, to say. It. Well, firstly, I didn't even know how
1: we were going to talk about this on the radio because there is a person on this show whose actual name on the actual show <laughs> is Big Dick Johnson. Yeah. That is his name.
2: That is his name. <laughs> That is isn't it? So, yeah, I mean, okay, so we'll start off with Kane versus uh, MVP, right? So mm. this was the Inferno match, and I love the fact that on Wikipedia, it's like, Kane defeats MVP by burning.
0: By- <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like, okay. So look, Inferno matches are kind of hard to do. This is like my least favorite. No, it's not my least favorite Inferno match, but it's definitely up there. I, I think in the run of like when Kane was an active participant um, this would be up there as one of the weakest ones but it's also very effective as well so like MVP you know he was he was establishing himself as you know basically being a douchebag and he got on Kane's wrong side and Kane had actually just moved over from Raw so it was it was a, a kind of a, a, an interesting move and an interesting grab MVP had beaten everybody he was like look I can do what I want um, he was the blue chip player he was like the main guy but kane then shows up and out of nowhere they bring back this inferno match so it, it's a cool dynamic with someone who they don't really know each other um at all really kane is still trying to figure out his feet on smackdown and at the same time they have this match which i think oh, the last inferno match could have been in 1999 if not 2004 so it, it, i again fact check me if you want because i don't really know uh but it was good few years it was mentioned on the show it was mentioned on the show that that was the fourth one ever so it could have been 1999.
1: i was kind of surprised with the um presentation of mvp in this because like obviously like i say i wasn't really wrestling i wasn't watching around this time so to my memory mvp is very much a kind of a mid lower mid card uh sunday night he kind of gay Mm. um but man he gets he gets a a real good presentation like he's presented as a top player here like yeah he, gets he was a video package he gets mm-hmm. his entrance he came out um for his entrance and i was like holy hell they're really like presenting him as a as a big deal here
2: they were they yeah. were trying to yeah they like i remember what well, you know he he really was like it, the problem with this time period and we've kind of dipped in and out of it via tablet tuesday they did not make stars here they did they actually WWE forgot how to make stars anyone who got over got over by sheer luck um because cena was on top for so long um on raw no but no stars are made on raw but because Batista and, and mysterio ended up being like trading the belt between each other with edge they're the only three guys that got made so yeah. mvp yeah like it was weird because i never rated him as a as a star because again, like the bang of Sunday night heat off him is <laughs> <laughs> it's severe. And I don't know if it's the 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 bouncy castle or if it's the, the bodysuit. It's like oh man. I, I saw uh, you know? in
1: the crowd someone was holding up a sign that references the bodysuit that says M V B used to be a Power
2: Ranger. Well, you know why he wears the bodysuit, don't you? <laughs> no. Yeah, so th- I found this out a couple of years ago. It's the tattoos. He has like he has some uh, some racial tattoos apparently. <laughs> So I yeah, I I don't know which one it is, but there's some tattoos that are MVP offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
1: kill all honkies or
2: something. What has he got? I, I think hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a look here. I look <laughs> <Is> it, <laughs> uh yeah, no. Oh there you go. I think it's a Malcolm X tattoo, he has. So oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
1: that that's I I like Malcolm X. I'd be well up for a, a Malcolm X tattoo.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it's you know not great for TV at the time.
1: No, WWF, of course, famously yeah. had who was it? The Godwins, who had SS visible SS <laughs> tattoos. Visible. But, uh, yeah, you can't you can't have Malcolm X.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there, there. That's why he has the body too, uh, and he just kind of owned it. It just became his his thing. Yeah, so, actually, uh, look at the, it's it sets him out. Yeah, um, it's just, it, so the bodysuit isn't too bad, to be fair. It's the, the bouncy castle.
0: Yeah.
2: I was like, is this is an eight-year-old's birthday Party. Like, you know, <laughs> it just looks so silly. It's like, what were you doing? Oh, sorry, it's a uh, Ludwig Borga
1: had a visible SS tattoo. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Oh, well. Holy hell. Oh, my um,
2: God, that's something else. In terms of the match, I mean. Oh, see, hold on a second. So, he walked into a place, and he's like, "Listen, this is what I want." And the guy just did it. I can't believe that. Oh. Don't be silly, people. Like, it's there for your whole life. <laughs> Think about it before you do it. I'd um, say you have sorry. to go
1: to a very specific kind of tattoo. Uh, <laughs> you know uh,
2: what? Prison.
1: That... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it might be uh, an old uh, yeah ink and a rusty kitchen knife job, <laughs> um, but uh, in terms of the match itself, look, Inferno matches are tough. You don't want they to are. actually get burned, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're kind of dancing around it. Uh, and also, he was in there with Kane. so. <laughs> uh, but it was it was okay. What saved it was that the actual burning at the end is really impressive.
0: Yeah,
1: the balls on MVP. Like, this isn't a case of Kane in his full bodysuit and mask, letting you know, his covered arm briefly go on fire. Like, MVPs in his in his outfit, he gets hauled back onto the flames. His whole back yeah. goes yeah. up in flames.
0: Yeah. And even
1: then, he like stumbles around the ring and flails down the, the aisle before collapsing. And then they put him out. Like, I hope he got a hell of a
2: payday for that. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'd be honest with you. I'd be like, no. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, the balls on him really to do it is. So two is weeks something. ago was was December to
1: dismember, and this show could have, should have been called December to disfigure.
2: Well, burned Burned mvp you smashed mercury's face it's it's funny that like it's not funny i mean it's kind of funny but i mean it i'm sure it still isn't funny to Joey mercury and you know if you ever listen to this sorry but you know still it it is funny um you know and so they went and did december to dismember right and no one got dismembered no and at this unless
1: you paid for it you you probably felt <laughs> like a, exactly. a bit of you had been cut off
2: He was like oh god but yeah like and at this you know a horrendous industry was employed and a horrendous injury actually happened so do you think like that's probably why they never did it again they're like oh you know we really you know, there's a thing there's a thing in, in business and also in in any kind of product don't over promise and under deliver and i think that's a very important thing and maybe why they didn't they didn't uh, go for this show you know, full on, and did it, like, on the show, it's because they were like, well what, well, what can we actually do? What what do we have available to us? Because, I mean, this opened up, I don't know, I swear we're not making these puns, guys, they, they are just kind of the way they are. The crowd was hot. It really wanted the infernal yeah. match, you know, people, because it's, it's a completely different type of match to actually, What? because when you're watching a show and you're like, okay, whatever, as soon as you see the fire, even if, even oh, if the match is visually
1: impressive like
2: yeah even if the match itself isn't great you're still like whoa that, like
1: sometimes they used to do really cool things with them where like every time there was like a, a big body slam where the you know someone would make in, impact with the ring the fire would do like a you know yeah. would like uh jump up a bit um that's
2: what look, that's that's what that's what, it, what the aew should do an in inferno match well
1: actually it's one of those things
2: that modern fans would tune into
1: just to see how, how the hell are they going to do it? like pure curiosity not even necessarily for the story the match is telling or the outcome of the match but just to see how on earth are they going to do this
2: and if you think about it as well actually um it's unlike the barbara match where the explosive where you have to explode you know you kind of have to commit to that With an inferno match is like you know as you said if someone's wearing a bodysuit he set the arm uh, on fire. That's probably who's getting burdened. Yeah, that's probably who's getting burned You know, um but what I'm saying is, it's like you, you could do it. You know, you could do it. And I, I would. I'd be like, right, let's do an inferno match. You know, or, yeah. or legally distinct chaos yeah. hell match or something. <laughs> Burning yeah. hell or so. I don't know. Flame fight. Flame fight. <laughs> 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 Quick call up the uh, a Bernie boat <laughs> <laughs> Call up a heart down with a quick Jimmy names, please. <laughs> music names, Inferno match. <laughs> Inferna. Oh, um, with Pain, but look, I tell you what, Pain, as a, pain defeats <laughs> MWP in a, a
1: as, um, as an opening match. Look, this is good, it, it didn't go too long. The whole thing with the uh. Inferno match, like the visual of it, is pretty good. And then the the thing at the the finish of it, when like MVP got satellite. I mean, I honest to god want to find out if he got a bonus payment for that because that was genuinely impressive.
2: It was. It really was. It was one of those. It's the perfect opener. You know, you, you can either have. I'm of the opinion that you either have a very big match, or you have a very good match to open up your show you know either get the crowd going with something oh well we're getting this now awesome and you're super into it or it's the term actually when
1: you think about it over the years the term curtain jerker has really changed because now the first match on a show is it's it's kind of a prestigious spot obviously the main event is the is the big one but if you're a big like if you're going out for the first match of a show Mm. you're probably someone the company uh, is Trust. really looking
0: at. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's fair. Like, obviously, there was a dark match beforehand with Kosloff and yeah, Scotty. Yeah. Like, but, it, it, this really got you into this show. And they, they had me pretty much from the get-go up until uh, they didn't. Like, as soon as Taker was gone, that was it. Like, that that was the show. And I thought yeah. ending after it really, they, they, they could have they could have like positioned us a little bit better, but we went from there to the ladder match. Now, what was interesting about it was uh, Paul, uh, Paul, and Brian Kendrick and William Tager, uh William Regal, sorry, and David Taylor come out, and um, Teddy's like, "Hey, you know, it's Christmas. I have another present for you, player." And it's like, you know, they they bring out the ladders, and then he announced Eminem, who are who had actually just reformed. They weren't a team at the point at that time. They'd reformed the week before, or yeah, the week before on. Uh, december to December, and the hardys weren't on the same show either so that was really cool now again i agree with you they probably should have announced that because they didn't they, they actually announced that match in december to December. so i mean that made sense but doing this the way they did it was very weird now i did some digging um to actually find out some information about this so apparently they found this out like the day before <laughs> oh
1: okay <laughs> that they, right that
2: they were changing this so it was kind of like uh, cuz Brian Kendrick um and Regal Taylor and and Paul Lund. they had a match worked out and like they were told hey you know you're going to do this you know the day before or something like that so it, it seems like it was yeah was kind of booked on the fly um and this is the match of the night like it, it absolutely Well, they is. did
1: it like if that was the if that was like you say the twenty four hours to put this together, to put a they put a decent match together. Even the the botch, that's not even really botch. Like that's what the move was supposed to do. He just was, probably yeah. should have protected himself better or
2: whatever. Apparently but... so so apparently, so to stop you there actually, you bring up a good point. Matt Hardy, I was watching Matt Hardy talk about it and he goes, Listen, when you're doing that Matt when you're doing that move, you kinda want to put your arms out so you know if something happens. Um, but you, he says, You don't want to put your arm out because it's got metal, it's going to cut you up. And he goes, Basically, what happened was he put his face right into the middle of it.
0: Oh,
2: and that's what happened. So, when his face went up, and you can see it, it's within eight seconds, his oh, face it's, it's is mangled. So, for any of the listeners who mangled. haven't
1: seen this, who don't know what we're talking about, it's basically it's kind of what happens is a slingshot move. So, the ladder is half in the ring, half out of the ring, and Jeff Hardy jumps off the ropes and onto the ladder from inside the ring, which obviously makes the half of the ladder that's on the outside of the ring pop up really quickly and violently into um, Mercury's face. But he in absolutely no way protects himself and gets this slingshot ladder right into his face and his I mean, the only word for it is explodes. His yeah. face his just face
0: explodes.
2: Explodes. It pisses blood everywhere. I've never seen that much blood ever. It's and
0: like I mean, it's I mean, it, Eddie it's,
2: Eddie Guerrero level. Who was it? It's, no, it's, it's yeah. I mean, like yeah. Actually, when they it's it's actually more than a blade job because of the blade job is like the cut of vein or something. I mean, but his nose is gone. <laughs> his nose is gone and just the amount of blood it's it's unbelievable like it's such and i think that uh, what's scary about it as well you know what like at least with eddie guerrero or jbl or something like that when they bladed um it was aesthetically in service of something and you know they're still able to continue when this happens he's gone (laughs) that's it his night is over and i mean i i remember watching the um, seeing pictures and see pictures online what he was like afterwards?
1: Oh God!
2: Like it's his face didn't look right for years, and and the cut. Oh, it was it's nasty. It's one of the nastiest, one of the nastiest uh, wrestling injuries. You like? I think yeah. it's up there with Sid Vicious. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. up there. But I mean, that's comically funny. This is just
0: nasty.
1: It's it's also again like it's really a testament to the to the guys in the ring. Now look, you're in there with him regal. Like he's if ever there's a, a gay who can work a match on the fly, it's Regal. But um look, like I'm I'm only after learning that they had they only had 24 hours to figure this match out. Um and then on top of that in the middle of the match one of the people has to leave. So they they did a hell of a job. Um,
2: yeah.
1: I, because the it, match itself, even setting all that aside, this is a good match
2: yeah no it 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 is it is like the only surprising thing about the match is that the hardys didn't win yeah yeah
1: i was i was surprised with that
2: um but it's one of the best matches from this time period it's one of the best ladder matches uh like with with four uh eight men in it um but like yeah as i said when you see it you see it it's it's kind of one of the reasons i wanted to cover the show because it's like (laughs) oh you, you haven't seen this um it also has, like,
1: there's a couple of good, like, so it has all the high spots, you know, yeah. it has, like, all the hardy stuff from that time. It's pretty cool. But there's also, like, a lot of really good stuff. Like, I genuinely laughed at William
2: Regal being afraid yeah. to, climb to climb the ladder. The ladder. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of character work in it. There really yeah, a lot good. of really good stuff. Yeah, and okay, as I said, it, it gets, <laughs> rightly, it gets overshadowed by, like, a man's face exploding on live yeah. television. but it's actually a good match and it has a lot of cool character works in it as well. Paul London and Brian Kendrick, um, if Dave was here, he'd be screaming about how great they both are. He he just would. Um, But at the same time, um, I think they get overshadowed here because like the real stars of this match are the Hardys and Eminem. You know? Yeah. You can tell they're the teams. That's the benchmark. So, I mean, got a hand to Paul London and Brian Kendrick. I was watching an interview with... uh, with Brian Kendrick and he was saying you know They always wanted to do a ladder match like this So this was like when he offered it like no we absolutely Have to go full tilt so that's why It's so good because they knew yeah. what the assignment was
1: It also kind of shows like look I, Overall I I Enjoyed the show Overall I, I don't think I quite like It as much as you I think maybe you had like Some nostalgia or whatever for it But
2: compared like to what's ladder Happening matches. Oh yeah, yeah same yeah. here that's, that's basically the truth of it I com- love ladder matches
1: Compared to what's happening on Raw at the same time, this is night and day.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's night, it's, like, and that's it, it's night and day. Yeah, I, I mean, you can see... it. The, the problem here is, I think, there's no stars. But there's, that, good, there's good wrestling happening. There's yeah. better...
1: I mean, yeah. like some of the... Like, so I, I watched this, like I say, it wasn't the best pay-per-view I've ever seen, but I watched this, happily watched it all flew by um as i said maybe apart from the end but some of these uh like some of these Cyber sundays and that that we've had to watch like i have been dragging myself <laughs> from, you know just
2: absolute hell
1: just like yeah. dragging myself oh, god flare would you just die already so this pay-per-view can end
2: <laughs> bleeding everywhere for just, no reason
1: <laughs> just collapse would you? um uh, so yeah, genuinely, uh, like, as you said, compared at the time to Raw, this is this is much, um, much more enjoyable.
2: So then we have the Boogeyman defeating The Miz. Uh, the Boogeyman again, he, man, you saying it now, on the Boogie list. Oh, yeah,
1: but like, so I am still so confused with the whole thing with the Boogeyman. Like, he had a really short run and then he went directly into
2: a legends yeah like, like but he, i mean he never really had a run he was just there especially
1: the other thing i was i was looking it up because this is one we've actually covered this before because it's it just baffles me um like how he's gotten himself in the position he has cuz like wwe has had Amazing wrestlers that they've just let go or or fired from contracts or whatever. Um, so I'm fascinated by how he's managed to get himself into this position. I'm convinced he has pictures of Vince and Shawn Michaels in bed or something. But um, he also eats worms. Well, that's the other thing. So when that's I was trying, to, it. That's when I was here, when I was trying to find out. Sorry, um, hold
2: on. I I just registered me what you said. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, probably. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the only thing that, that make, would
2: make more sense.
1: It's the only thing that makes sense. Um, <laughs> Sorry, but, just completely just. <laughs> um, oh, but uh, so whenever I was trying to f- find this out, like I was frantically googling everything I could, like, what does the bigger man have on Vince McMahon? Um, <laughs> one of the things I came across was that the worm meeting thing was like, Right from the start, something he was, like, enthusiastic about. And the reason they went with worms was he was willing, he said, to eat anything. So he, his thing was that he was going to bring, like, he'd have a big jar of cockroaches. And he'd, like, eat the cockroaches and stuff. And the reason WWE ended up going with worms was because they were worried that if they had critters that could, like, move around, quickly or get into the audience, that's uh that's an insurance issue. So he would have been eating cockroaches oh. if it wasn't for the fact that it's an insurance thing.
2: Oh, that would have been so much worse. I'm sorry. Yeah. And at
1: oh. no stage, by the way,
2: did they ever gimmick
1: everything in wrestling is gimmicked except these goddamn worms. Every time it was real worms. Oh
2: man. You can see it though. I mean when you're watching them wrestle, right? Uh, the match isn't great. The match's terrible. But when you're watching him move around and bump, there's just blotches. Yes. Yeah, from so the worms.
1: Them. I also noticed that he so he gets in the ring and he there's like not like a lock up, but he's doing that creepy moving around thing. Yeah. And then there's a couple of a couple of tosses, a couple of throws, a couple of whatever. Yeah. And then about a minute into the match he opens his mouth and goes and all these worms come out. So I'm like so that lad coming out to the ring before he stepped through the curtain, below worms in his mouth, did his walk down to the ring and wrestled for a minute, all with <laughs> worms held in his mouth. It's,
2: it's, it's pretty grotesque. It is pretty grotesque. And it's like, Vince, what were you doing? Why did you do this? You know, it's just, it's gross. And it is gross, and no one's going to sit here and say, ah, oh, sure wasn't a good crack? It's like, No, man, it was Mikey, you know?
1: Also, so the at the end of it, he does the thing where he puts the worms in his mouth, and then he like spits them out onto whoever he's beating. In this case, the Miz spits them out onto him. I would 100% rather take <laughs> Jake the Snake's Damien, do the way he used to throw Damien on them after he'd beaten them, I would 100% take that over.
2: Spit <laughs> it into his mouth. Worm. Yeah, oh my god. Into his mouth. It's like okay, the worms itself that's awful. Into your mouth I'm like I I, I get up and kill him like oh yeah. <laughs> like, so like,
1: Martin, no way. No so way. Martin, you're you're on the card tonight. Uh, you can either wrestle uh boogeyman or viscera viscera like, yeah, i was I'll, gonna
2: say i was like give me viscera yeah, any I'll, day. I'll take the broken spine yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just so gross it's just so gross but i mean here's the thing that's probably what it was he was willing to go out and do it and i mean look fair play to the miz the miz was probably the same he's like oh you know i have to go and do this and it's so th-
1: this kind of stuff is right up vince's alley Like it you is. remember it is you remember man. puke he's gonna puke, puke. But Vince loves this stuff. Oh, it's so gross, though.
2: I wouldn't mind, you know, you know my WWE can be kind of carny and Vince wants to get away from this. The most carny thing in the world (laughs) was currently come and see the freak. Come and see the freak. And that's all this was.
1: We make movies. We tell stories, pal. (laughs) Also, here's the boogeyman.
2: (laughs) Here's the lad that literally eats worms. Literally. That's what he does. (laughs) um okay I, the gimmick is cool though I, other than the worm thing the you know the the clock and this the, just the weirdness of it it's like you know what it is i figured it out sorry bray cool. white needs to eat worms
1: <laughs> <laughs> not just project them onto the canvas
2: no he needs to eat them and then no offense will be like he'd be like oh that's it it's brilliant so um yeah when was the last time the Boogeyman man was in wdb um, he he won well he helped he uh, helped Parson win the, the 24-7 in 2019
1: so fairly recently then and
2: 2001 he uh, also he uh, allowed Ortruth truth to win the 24-7 rule the 24-7 championship so yeah there <laughs> we go
1: <laughs> yeah just sitting at home picking up that legends contract paycheck
2: do you still think he's eating worms
1: Look, the, fact
2: get a he was, <laughs> the fact that he
1: was so eager to do it like uh, yeah I would suggest like it would be a bit like if there was a wrestler who was like yeah and what's your finisher? oh it's, it's mad so what I do is, is I, I whip my opponent's shoes off and then I suck their toes <laughs> he's like what? <laughs> no man that's that's your thing you're, you're far too eager to <laughs> like you know I bet you he runs I bet you he runs like uh like a really financially underperforming fish bait and tackle shop. It's like how are you making no money? Like <laughs> this like where does your stock go? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I've I'm, I've I'm no idea. Like I'm I just get guess there are not a lot of fishermen in the area. <laughs>
2: How do you sell a worms? There's nothing else yeah. there.
1: <laughs> it's the only thing keeping his keeping his fish bait and tackle shop afloat is his <laughs> legends contract, his legends paycheck that comes in every month.
2: <laughs> you know what else as well, right? So every time he shows up, they probably have to have a Wrangler for the worms. Yeah, so someone has to go and get them. <laughs> go and get them! And, and like, someone hard. to look after them. It's just... <laughs> The Production. overhead, that's incredible.
1: <laughs> Production is coming in. Uh, there's a big man match tonight, and he goes, oh, "All right, we need to send uh send one of the runners out, go and find like a, a tackle shop or something, and get us a uh, get us a, a big box of worms." And the bigger man's like, "Rory, you're fine. I have a I have some here.
2: It's, I brought them from home.
1: <laughs> it's grand.
2: Yeah, I, I
1: wanted a snack on the plane anyway, so
2: oh my god. Oh, fair play to him. Fair play to him. Yeah. I guess. I yeah. guess." Like,
1: he's, he's gotten himself into a, a Comfortable position in life <laughs>
2: <where> <laughs> he, can he can enjoy his worms
1: and peace Do what he wants And gets paid to do very little
2: So the next match is deleted. Uh, who defeated uh, Chavo Guerrero For oh. the United States <laughs> Championship And it's I, funny I was, um... Go on. It's funny because when you're watching on the network It's like Chavo Guerrero challenges for the US Championship It's like against who? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see again. And it, it was like at one point when I was watching the show I was like um oh this is Chris Benoit's last uh getting." I'm like oh god it's so dark oh. every time we are watching them, you're like oh you're getting close to the murders and you're like oh I hate that this is the first thing I think about you know every time he shows up so uh,
1: yeah when so this was this was December um 2006 yeah and then the murder suicide happened in yeah June two thousand. Yeah, just before
2: night, literally like the day before night. Champions.
1: It's like six months later. Yeah. Um. Look, I mean, setting all that aside, uh, Benoit is is one of my favorite wrestlers. Like he can. Yeah. You know he can usually get me into anything. This match I was surprised because Chris Benoit and Chavo Guerrero like like there's a, another great WCW match that uh, uh, on this card. But um, I think it might be... I think the reason I couldn't fully get into this one was because we had an Inferno match mm. where a man got set on fire. We had an a eight-man a tag team match turn into an eight-man ladder match where a guy's head exploded. And then we had <laughs> you know the boogeyman coming out and, and wrestling while he had lunch. And like... <laughs> you were so so we're four matches in now and you're just primed for absolute nonsense and then two guys come out and have like a a pretty straight pretty decent wrestling match and it just kind of you're like oh no, no no hold on i've sat through the first three matches so now i'm fully bought into nonsense sports entertainment
2: it's <laughs> like be, where's the worms damn it? <laughs> be, where's the worms?
1: this wrestling
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i mean that's exactly the same it's funny because you can actually say the exact same thing about the next match then uh gregory helms versus jimmy wang yang phenomenal wcw's match like yeah. it, like good wcw match from like and i think both these matches were in wcw um but at the same these, time these,
1: when, when we were doing our wcw pay-per-view arc these would have been the matches where we were like oh thank god yeah and yeah they now, yeah.
2: the,
1: now on to the only good match of the night
2: yeah, and like literally, I, that's what I felt watching the two of them because I was just like, "Wow, these are like, this is twenty, twenty plus minutes of like solid wrestling," where and, and they're for belts too, that ha- were held by guys who deserve to hold them. But you're like, "Oh, no one's on fire, no one's, <laughs> no faces are exploding, no worms. What is this? <laughs> where's the, where's the nonsense?" Exactly. Yeah, um, so it, it, it's like, well, look, if I was booking this show. Um, I would have put moved these up Moved the ladder match down And yeah. that probably would have leveled it out a little bit It's just kind of like Such a weird ebb and flow Where like It starts off super hot Doesn't die in the middle But because they went so high so fast It kind of peters out And then goes the, back up again actually, And dies a deck completely
1: They actually could have gone full WCW And had the, the cruiserweight match be the opener Yeah you know, That would have made them, sense People would have been pretty hot for that um, but yeah, so again, I don't think it's a fair reflection on these matches. I think it's just their positioning the card after so much nonsense, you know, to come out with two very good we were, we were two sports
2: entertained. That was the problem.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Because, I mean, both of these matches were quite good. Benoit defeated Chavo, and uh, Gregory Helms defeated Jimmy Wang Yang. And I have to say, um, that match in and of itself also fantastic some incredibly good spots in it it's just it just gets overshadowed and i mean it gets overshadowed in such a unique way martin uh with the next match so not sorry not even a match sorry it's it's not a match it's not a match it's a it's a four-way santa's little helper bikini contest oh yeah now we (laughs) we big big bang
1: of uh fantasy battle royale It is, <laughs> yeah. big bang of fulfill your fantasy battle royale of this
2: so while you have raw moving away from it at this time setting up a legitimate contest with jerry the king uh controlling himself and you know only piping up for one moment uh smackdown went the other way and they're like you know what get them in bikinis and they're not even wearing bikinis because it, it's not bikinis and um so you have Women who I don't really know, except for Gillian Hall and, and Ashley. The other two I didn't know: Crystal Marshall, Layla L, uh, Gillian Hall, and Ashling Massero. Uh, so, and the winners are everybody because Santa picked everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and Santa was Big Dick Johnson, who was a big fat, oily man, naked man who would dance. That Had was it. he a
1: previous role on the show or he
2: no he would show up here he would show up periodically and it's funny because he would show up on dx segments so yeah he would show up in dx segments
1: right right so people had at least some yeah reference who he was
2: yeah and then tna when they wanted to pretend to be wb had their own person who did the same thing
1: right so yeah what happens here is it's a it's a, a, a lingerie a contest and because it's December Santa comes out and judges the the lingerie contest like Dara says he decides that oh everybody wins and then just you know in in, I suppose what could be described as a kind of an act of or an attempt at uh, equality Santa too decides that he's going to strip off (laughs) reveals that he is in fact Big Dick Johnson who is this uh a heavy set man in a, a very small thong um, <laughs> and pre- proceeds to kind of like grind and twerk up against the the divas um,
2: well he's 42 now so he only would have been like 22 at this point wow
1: apparently he also went on to he was the mind or the main booker behind Lucha, Lucha Underground, Underground. yeah bizarre <laughs> But yeah, this is this is very odd. Now, look, it's JBL and Michael Cole, so it doesn't. Uh, it does in, in terms of the commentary. It doesn't even touch the. You know, it doesn't rate like even a one or a two on the Mark Madden.
2: No, it's not. It's not even <laughs> on the
1: Mark Madden Growler Growler scale.
2: <laughs> it's it's so it's funny because we we've, we've we've like gone through the whole waterfront of it, right? And it's like we've seen King go from his reprehensible phase to like <laughs> to just being so reserved, and like Cole and JBL just aren't like that. They're just like, yeah, they're, they're stunning girls, and aren't they lovely? And you know that kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, all right, you know, that's fair enough. And then you just go back to Mark Madden. It's like you know. The worst of the worst so <laughs> it, it's it is funny that we have that reference and you know you watch enough of this kind of stuff and you, you get that reference clearly but i would have to say and it, it i'm it's the only time i'm going to say this they could have been a bit more into it just the, a bit.
1: the announcers yeah just yeah, a little I mean, bit just a little bit i mean like if you're going to sell something like this yeah you gotta you gotta sell it but i mean like you know, the, the company is clearly, or, or at least it, it seems to be a case of the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. Yeah. And that they seem to be simultaneously trying to move away from this.
2: We'll see. But again,
1: Sherlock, like you were saying earlier, this card was so loaded with gimmicks and nonsense because they were just desperate for anyone to,
2: but see, these to buy gar- the pay per view. These girls actually couldn't wrestle. That's the problem. None of these were actually workers, <laughs> you know? None of them. No no no, no. No, I know right. Crystal went over to TNA and but she wasn't great. Uh Layla is Layla. You know, of she would become Layla properly. You know, yeah. with the the with a tag team with Trip and uh, Undertaker's wife. You Gillian Hall
1: Ash- is, Ashley seemed fairly over. Who did who did now, she go on?
2: Okay. So Gillian Hall is Gillian Hall. Her best known as the, you know that she she was making fun of Brooke Hogan. Ashley is unfortunate. So Ashley won the Diva Search, right? I know she's dead. Oh Jesus! So yeah, she had her last match in two thousand eight. Um, I think yeah, it was two thousand eight, um, and yeah, now she's unfortunately she's dead. She passed away. Uh, she did. She did a brief independent circuit in two thousand seventeen. But she died in uh, 2019, age
1: 39. So RIP. Oh my God. What, do you know what happened? Or, or...
2: Um, Let me find out.
1: Oh, it was suicide. Jesus.
2: Oh, whoa. That's dark. I that's, didn't know that.
1: That's horrendous.
2: Oh. <sighs> yeah. I, I, wow, I didn't just... know that, guys. That got dark quick yeah at TM- tmc at the time of her death some news outlets citing the website tmc stated miss death as suicide i did not know that
1: no that's wow tremendous. um geez uh, c- again because i just did, i didn't know who she was but she was the one who
2: was most over with the crowd and, and here's like... the thing i'll be honest with you, as a kid um she was the one who i was most intrigued by not only because she was stunning but also because she had some sort of a character and she seemed she, to actually she, be she was wearing worker. a
1: backwards hat
2: she was cool she was cool I will give her that as well Um it's just unfortunate because I mean I think they had a they could have done a lot with her and I think they did but again as I said at the beginning of the show they did not make stars during this period there's nobody from this time who I would point to and go yeah they were made during there." there's just not I mean Edge is the closest one that you'd get to but I mean Edge was already a star kind of going oh my into, God.
1: you know, so apparently. Um, uh after she 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 left the company because she claimed she'd been subject to she testified under oath that she'd been subject to uh, multiple sexual assaults while working for WWE. No way. And that WWE WWE had forced her not to go public with the with her allegations.
2: Wow. Well, this is apparently, Jesus. yeah, I don't know, that's, well, there we go, that's, uh, that's dark, guys, that's dark. That's, I was just
1: about to say, that's a, that's a dark side of the ring episode, that, uh,
2: I think we'll see well. eventually, probably.
1: Will we? I thought, that was one of the other things I meant to bring up on news, has, has Vice gone under? Is Vice gone?
2: Oh, Vice is gone, yeah, but somebody will, somebody will pick that up. Somebody will pick that up, that, that's too successful.
1: Yeah 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 just the even just the dark side of the ring
2: yeah yeah i, I think that's yeah it's way too successful like i i, I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up on netflix or something yeah so um, moving away from from that kind of bummer really um yeah so have... i'm sorry folks no it's okay <laughs> we it's didn't intend
1: okay. that <laughs> no we didn't we didn't like, As you can that tell, was I genuine curiosity Just because she was so over with the crowd yeah, I had I, no
2: I idea she, who she was I knew, I knew she died, I didn't realise it was in the, Under those circumstances But, uh, yikes um, Again, you know what sucks okay. You know what sucks about wrestling that, that hasn't happened in a long time, thank god And doesn't really happen anymore That yeah. What happened to such and such Oh, they're, they're dead From something horrible you know, thankfully that doesn't happen anymore that much, because for a long time as a wrestling fan, man, you know this as well. Oh, such and such has died. Well, you know. Yeah. So I'm glad it doesn't happen anymore. You know, as much as we make fun of current current product, guess what? In a couple of years, they they won't just die at like 39. So yeah, I
1: mean, there there was and there was a genuinely depressing period there around the 2000s of big names from the 80s. Yeah, 80s,
2: just just dropping just, dead. Yeah,
1: dead at like forty-seven, dead yeah. at fifty-two. You know, and it was yeah, uh, impressive.
2: It it, yeah, it's, it's you know, it never should have happened. It, it was just you know, the nature of the business, and thank God the business isn't doesn't have that nature anymore. You know, so that's yeah, we'll we leave that there. But um, the next match, Undertaker defeated Mister Kennedy in a last ride in a last Kennedy. Ride now, that's what, actually I was going to ask you that do you know who mr kennedy is were you watching did you catch up because i mean he was in there he was like the most over guy in the world and then he was gone i'll tell you why in a second but did
0: you, yeah first I've,
2: time him?
1: no 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 I've, I've seen some uh mr kennedy matches before i'm broadly familiar with the story um about what happened he was mm. uh he was supposed to be the next big thing and then yeah was it randy orton he got on the wrong side of
2: it was, and then Cena went in and fully got him, got him fired. So uh, Mr. Kennedy, um, also known as Mr. Anderson in TNA, where he wrestled for a long period of time um, as Mr. Anderson, uh, which was, you know, it was quite good. I really enjoyed the Mr. Anderson character, I'm not going to lie. Um, he had the whole, I'm an asshole and, you know, Anderson's assholes. It was, <laughs> I swear that's that is not a joke. That's why he called himself. Um And then he had a whole feud with Jeff Hardy. You know, I'll I'll try and pick some good things. We might we might do a, t- a TNA run uh, soon. But
1: yeah, yeah, I'd be up for that.
2: So basically, what happened was Mr. Kennedy was like the biggest star in WWE for a while. As I said he didn't make stars, and again, th- this is why. So they they made him. He was super over. He was going to be the next big guy. He hurt himself initially. He was very injury prone. He hurt himself uh, after winning the Money in the Bank. Edge won it, took a spot. But then what really did him in? He had just come back, literally from that injury. Was in a ten man match, I think, on Raw. Uh, hurt like um whatever he slammed Randy Orton. Randy Orton hurt his collarbone, and uh, Randy had broken his collarbone like three or four times at this point. Um, so he was very protective of it. After thought he was fired. That's, That's it. ridiculous. That's it. Mr. Candy gone. And they had been building, like, as I said, they did not make stars during this period. This is the only one that they could have done. So they had like three years of build to him. He had like, this great feud with Undertaker and a few other people and he was gone. Never to be mentioned on WWE television again. But then he'd go over to TNA and yeah, he'd have a good run over there and his matches were great but it was TNA when it was going down the tubes. So,
1: but it's it's mad that um, that like it seems to be too fairly not minor, I mean, when were mine? Nobody was like neither Orton or Cena were like properly like put out for a long time. Were they by the by their injuries?
2: No, no, he wasn't no. even really hurt. No. So apparently, the last time he was in the ring was in uh, the NWA a goner match.
1: Now this is so they got rid of him for that, and this is the company they kept Naya Jax on for, yeah. for years while she was like legitimately injuring every woman she got in the ring with.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's it, it's at a time where you know Cena had them over a barrel.
1: Oh my God, that that's
2: you know it was, and there's a lot to it there as well. I mean, there's a lot of back and forward of what's going on, but um, apparently he was the one that was like, "No, that's it, you're done." So I think he's still wrestling, but uh, yeah, 2010 was Mr. Anderson's biggest time in in impact. So he he did benefit from it as such, but yeah, man, 2007, 2009, that's when he was supposed to be the biggest thing in the world, because he actually went through an undefeated streak as well, up until his feud with Taker, and apparently it was supposed to be uh, the reason why he had Kennedy, because he was supposed to be uh, Mr. McMahon's son
1: yeah oh that's right yeah yeah and then when that went under they went with the hornswoggle Hornswoggle. (laughs) i think they keep hornswoggle out the back in a box written on it in case of emergency (laughs) break glass (laughs) insert hornswoggle into uh, into angle
2: but look for me this was the main event of the night uh, we've already talked about the the the, the so-called main event was a joke, but this was it. This is what the show started with. This had the great video package. It felt like the main event. Mr. Kennedy was super over. We had the, the entrance of the hearse. So, okay, uh, to explain the last ride ma- match, I think this is the only one they've had. They might have had another one, but I think this is the only last ride match in WWE history. So it's basically a, a mix between a casket match and an ambulance match. It's basically... An ambulance match, but instead of putting them into the ambulance, they put them into the into so, the curse and then drive over.
1: Yeah, I was slightly confused with this because I thought Kennedy had won it because he throws Undertaker into the hearse and yeah. he closes the door, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's that's that that's one." It. But, yeah. So apparently, no, you have to then get into drive. the hearse and drive a certain distance. Distance. It yeah. Seemed so, to that be was just...
2: that was stupid.
1: Yeah, but that it actually stupid. it did allow for that. That was a pretty cool uh, camera shot they did, where uh, Kennedy throws Taker into the Hirsch, slams the door, gets in to drive it, and mm. then there's like a like a camera in the dashboard of the car, that was and you kind cool. of you kind of see Kennedy driving and Taker just rising up behind him. That, that was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it was cool, and I mean, I think they did actually they did a lot of really good things in this match. Uh, I I still because Undertaker, how old is he at this point? He's probably like fifty. Um, oh he wouldn't be late 40s
1: 50 40s yeah 2006 2006 oh no yeah he wouldn't be it wouldn't be 50 yet
2: but i mean he still had some body some miles on his body you know and the fact that he took that bump like yeah there were some crash mats obviously but it's like that was a good bump that was a good bump off the top of the stage and i mean i i can't even remember a time taker would take something like that you know yeah. it was something he'd do to people <laughs> yeah, Obviously <laughs> But I mean To see him do it To get it done to him I was like wow So he was really trying to make and Kennedy I co- here I
1: co- to show just Yeah how much they were How much they were Posh and Kennedy
2: Yeah I, And I, that was like My big takeaway from this I was like wow You're really Really going To build Kennedy up To be this This star And he was Like he was very very over Um, And, and even when he lost I mean he had a 20 minute war with Undertaker.
1: Under yeah, and and like wasn't pinned, didn't submit, it was no. like so yeah, you definitely like you wouldn't come out of this diminished. No, no um, way. yeah, like it was a decent brawl. Uh, like you say, a couple of big bumps that really kind of lifted it up another level. Um, and the fact that you had you had an up and coming name. And you know, the big name of Taker. The, mm. the only thing I notice about it is that this is smack bang in the middle of Undertaker's um I'm a 14 year old girl who's just discovered mascara era. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's
2: yeah laying it on. He's mad yeah, into
1: the mascara.
2: It's a weird look. It's a weird like this is Taker's most off putting look. If that makes sense for me, because it's like he's just come back as the dead man, but he's wearing the 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 gloves, and I don't know, man. It's just it's strange. I I prefer him, I prefer him as the American badass, and I prefer yeah. him uh, like he just looked more intimidating. I prefer him as Big Evil when he initially came back, and then even you know when he was in the ministry. That like you know in in nineteen ninety nine and that, but this would be the look he would pretty much keep until he shaved his head, and then came back with it. So I mean, this is this is Undertaker's final run that just so happened to last for about ten years. <laughs> so you know, and even then he'd only come back just to um, just for the odds yeah. the odd WrestleMania match. Oh, also, I need to correct you. Like, At this time, Hornswoggle was not known as Hornswoggle.
0: Oh he was He was uh, known
2: as the little bastard.
1: The, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember that from the main event.
2: Wow. Oh man. This is
1: WWE has gone PG. Up next, Big Dick Johnson versus the little bastard.
2: <laughs> oh god. In a naughty or nice contest.
1: <laughs> naughty. <laughs>
2: Um, oh well oh, WWE It's so It's so confusing I mean In yeah. this one show We've seen Grievous bodily harm. We've seen Lewd King. Lewd contests We've <laughs> seen A man being set on fire And uh, And the rest you know, <laughs> All in the PG show
1: And then we were very for for twenty minutes, we were briefly confused by two wrestling matches.
2: Yeah, <laughs> what's this wrestling? I'm not watching what? wrestling. <laughs>
1: um, and then as we said, yeah, the the, the main event was yeah,
2: the main event. It, it's isn't it crazy that like they were the stars, and it just sucks all the air out of the place.
1: It uh, yeah, well, I mean it's and like like you say, I'm a big fan of Finlay. Yeah, same. But I just don't know where he fits in here. He doesn't. He got two world champions and the King of the Ring
2: and Fit Finley. <laughs> it's just... But also former world champion. H- uh,
1: who?
2: Booker. Finlay... Booker. Oh, was. Booker,
1: yeah. 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 But he was, he was King Booker at the time, so he was also the King of the Ring at this stage, wasn't he?
2: True, but he just lost the belt to Batista.
1: Yeah, so it just... Like I say, I was watching it going, like a... I haven't seen this one before. I wasn't watching it at this time, so I don't know the story around it but it just seemed very...
2: What they should have done is, Booker and Edge get Edge from Raw against Cena, Batista and Booker. That would have made sense. Having Fifth Fidendi there, it's like, he's never even smelled the world title. What is he doing next to two of them? Yeah,
1: it was just bizarre. And, And like I said, at the time, the... The brand split was taken a wee bit more seriously back then, but yeah. you have seen it there. So, like,
2: yeah, it's it, it's crazy, you know, it really is. But um, yeah, man, I mean, that's gonna do it for the show. Like, it's overall, look, I know it, it's probably one of the best shows that you can see from this time period. And um, that being said, I, I think your rating is gonna be a little bit lower than mine. Um, I I would give it a solid like C plus um i it does have one of the be- like it is probably one of the best shows you can watch from this time period that isn't one night stand 2005
1: i, I but, was actually going to say the same i was going to say c plus
2: really interesting yeah,
0: like
2: I, yeah. I i thought you would have went lower than that
1: no because i mean like how low do we go like if 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 i was going to give this any lower than a, a c or a c plus what in the hell do i rate <laughs> cyber sunday you know yeah that's right. zed <laughs> like, <laughs> omega
2: <laughs> like what do you no <laughs> oh, do not resist it eh? yeah
1: like uh you <laughs> know and like you say
2: it was it it zipped along it uh it was tight wasn't it it was a really really tight little show
1: tight. it kept your like you say apart from the end it kept your your interest like even if there was a match that wasn't particularly good there was enough about it that was bizarre mm. to, to keep you keep you entertained and then you had a couple of like decent matches like again because i did uh, love wcw or at least loved as much of wcw as you could um like the benoit guerrero and a uh, yang um Helms match, like it, just the fact that they were on, like kind of, I kind of enjoyed that. Um, and if it had a, if it had ended with the, with the taker match, brilliant, like, and so yeah, I'd I'd give it around a, a C C plus.
2: That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm just out there booting up Cyber Sunday 2007, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> weird. We are in for a treat, uh, from what I can see here. Uh, it, it's weird because it's the it's the first um, full denominational pay per view, so it's not just Raw. It also it's SmackDown as well. So there's a, there's a lot of lads there now that that we've seen today. So Fifth Finley, uh, Ken Kennedy, CM Punk's first appearance. Oh, uh, nice. y- yeah there's, there's a lot to watch and there's also a costume contest so, <laughs> of just, course there is they just can't help themselves but they just can't help themselves no so uh um, yeah it, it looks it looks like it's going to be a pretty fun show so i mean we could be eating our words next week but um
1: i actually i think, is, you know. I, think I might have this on dvd um, so is this is we one of
2: the ones you have on DVD, is it?
1: Yeah, I think we were talking last week, I, I, I was saying about how whenever I started to get back into wrestling, I just went down to, because the place I was living in didn't have internet, I just went down to CEX and bought as many of the 50 cent wrestling <laughs> DVDs as I could.
2: Yeah, this is the um, one with your one on the cover, Candace
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think this yeah. was one of the ones, uh, so I'll, I'll have to dig through me my DVDs here, I think I have it somewhere.
2: Ah, oh, there we go. So that's what we're going to do next week. Uh, and then I think we only have one more, one more after that, Cyber so Sunday 2008. And then that's. I'll have of to
1: it. think of a new arc. Get, get in it. and throw us an XPOC Euro on Patreon and you can make a suggestion for what you think our next arc should be.
2: Absolutely. And I mean, yeah, like that would be great. If uh, if you guys do that, go over to the, the Wrestling Rewinds Wines Patreon. Give us next Xbox Euro and go. Hey, I want you guys to cover this, and then we'll absolutely, we'll absolutely do it because we have two shows unless left.
1: It's, unless it's WCW in the late noughties. like oh yeah, no, we've or from the, the early era. early nineties.
2: Well, not to be fair, it, it, there are some things that we could watch from there. But if it's like I want you to watch the first, you know, two months of like nineteen <laughs> ninety nine uh, uh, Thunder, yeah, no, that's that's not <laughs> happening. Um but yeah Martin uh want to thank you again for uh, joining me on on uh, this week's show. Uh of course it's 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 always interesting when we kind of take this jump back if it's going to be good or it's going to be bad but I think we I think we got a good show this week. Um to watch this was but, uh, nice.
1: yeah. I, I feel rejuvenated. I feel ready now to dive back into the mire that is <laughs> Sabre Sunday.
2: To, to, to the less fake wrestling yeah, because at least they don't even know what's going to happen, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, is there unplugged before we get over here?
1: No, no, like I said, man, good big, big week coming up with um, the release of Tears of the Kingdom, John Moxie, Kenny Omega, and a steel cage, and dynamite. Oh my god, I can't wait! Uh,
2: and so happy he might die, folks. <laughs> That's happy is, this
1: is. This is going to be nuts yeah. um, and like I said, the the missus is away for the weekend to go see the Eurovision. So I have the house to myself. So it'll be couch, pants, whiskey. It'll be it'll be an interesting podcast next Friday. I'll tell you that because <laughs> I'll, I'll be in fine form.
2: <laughs> so what you're saying is get ready to edit a lot. <laughs> and folks, that's why you should be joining us on the un, the unedited show all the time because it's literally exactly what it is it's literally the cult that's what it is I, I don't edit it so um, you can join us there I actually Martin I, was, I have a recommendation for you and for the listeners oh so um, there is a phenomenal game uh, Super Patch Wolf as well as a, is a great YouTube channel which I don't know uh, watch him he, he's great he's an Irish lad that covers loads of different things across the entire spectrum including wrestling but there's this cool. game called Fear and Hunger. Do you know what it is? No. So uh, it's a game that I think it's only on PC, uh, but it might be on consoles as well. But it is a recommendation that I think you'd really like. It's like it's made an RPG maker game, so it runs on a potato basically. And um, it's apparently Hades, but extremely punishing. <laughs> it's a game that's cruel. You mean, you mean Hades wasn't extremely punishing? <laughs> No, but I mean, like you know, the way you go back and you start and the challenges that you've overcome. It this is a game that actively, actively hates you. Jeez. Uh, For example,
1: dungeon crawler set in the dark and hopeless dungeons of fear and hunger. Oh my god. Yeah.
2: For example, if you lose an arm, the arm's gone. That's it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh man i will have to look this up see uh, I yeah man I,
2: I mean I, when I was looking at it I'm like oh I'm gonna buy it but I'm also gonna suggest it to Martin because yeah
1: it's really highly rated it looks it looks
2: yeah. class yeah so I mean I, you know uh, guys you've heard us talk about Hades a lot Hades is a phenomenal oh. game it really is uh, but if you have like a Steam Deck or something uh, pick up or even a, like a PC get Fear and Hunger as well uh, I think you guys will really enjoy that but uh, Martin absolutely I mean if you're looking for something a bit darker uh, give this one a go
1: in kind of the, I, I can't even remember did I bring this up last week did I tell you about uh, Power Washer Simulator
2: oh man no you didn't but I, I, I will I will see your Power Washer Simulator and I will raise you a House Flipper House Flipper so house is that Fli- what
1: do, doing up houses and, it's
2: doing up houses well, amazing look,
1: Power Washer Simulator I, I got it two weeks ago it was on Game Pass so right. it's free and, and I saw it on Game Pass and I was like power wash or something that's the dumbest thing I can't believe they made a game out of that that actually sounds so stupid I'm going to download it just to see what it's like for the past two weeks I have been in a state of zen like calm every evening legitimately till about three or four in the morning I've put podcasts on or albums on (laughs) and I will just sit there in a trance for hours (laughs) just power washing all this it's it's exactly what it sounds like power washing there is exactly what it sounds like i don't know how it works i've watched loads of reviews of it and all the reviews are the same it's some just kind of really relaxed happy guy saying uh this sounds terrible i have no idea why it's so good but i cannot stop playing and I completely understand them like it is I'm actually uh, there's a ton of content in the game and there's like extra DLC and all that um and I'm actually kind of upset because I have just spent the last two weeks smacked out (laughs) on power watchers (laughs) playing this game and I've completed it now and I almost don't know what to do with myself in the evenings
2: well hell slipper I'd recommend because it's, it's pretty much the exact same thing. But you're doing up Oh,
1: and
2: I've and not only are you just like, you know, washing them and cleaning them, but you're also like painting, taking down walls. Man, I totally get this. There, there are just those games where you're like, no, I need this now. Uh, wonder well, Wonders yeah. it's from
1: the same company. So I'm looking at it here and it actually looks a lot like Power Wash Simulator.
2: It could be. Like the graphical
1: style and everything is very similar
2: so yeah there you go guys you got four or (laughs) five suggestions there um but yeah they're totally Uh, different
1: yeah several suggestions there go out and give them all a go because come friday everything is going in the bin we're all about (laughs) tears of the kingdom that's all it's going to be
2: everything in the everything (laughs) and
1: everything in the bin the house is in the bin this is going to be me and the switch in a field (laughs)
2: well there we go guys if you want to check that out go over give us an x-pack euro uh give us more money if you want actually that'd be great but we are going to uh cover cyber sunday 2007 um and we will see you then here on the wrestling rewind bye guys